Houston. Drive time, keeping you informed and inspired. We love God. We ought to be able to talk about Him. Getting you started on your day. With the latest in breaking news and information. From the Vatican to the White House and everything in between. It's serious. It's fun. It's your Catholic drive time. Now, here's your host, Joe McClain. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. Keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McClain. So good to be on with you. Praise be to God. Good morning. It is Friday, June 10th. 2022 in the month dedicated to the sacred heart of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Praise be to God for that. You know, this morning I ran across a story that really caught my attention. And and the question came up in my mind, are Catholic churches beginning to return to a more traditional aesthetic? A more grand and beautiful, epic architecture, artwork, iconography, and all the rest? Are we seeing this played out in front of our very eyes? Could we be seeing a turnaround here? I don't know. I'm going to conversate a little bit about that and some articles that I found from some old friends here on the show coming up at 15 past the hour. Also on the program, Theone Bell returns to the show. You might remember she was on, I don't know, six months, maybe seven months or so ago. Uh, It's been a while anyway. And um, she wrote a book uh, published by Tan called The Woman in the Trees which was a novel about America's first approved Marian apparition. Well, she's got a new project in the works that's designed to help parents who are suffering through miscarriages help their children understand and grieve and process miscarriage grief as well. We're going to talk about Jelly Bean coming up at 35 past the hour. Lots of stories in the news, of course. Uh, there was a shooting in Maryland, three dead, and a trooper was wounded. God rest their souls. A whistleblower came forward with new details on how the Biden administration's controversial disinformation board planned to coordinate with big tech to censor your thoughts and opinions. That's a public-private partnership. Back in my grandfather's day, we would have called that uh, tyranny. We would have called that fascism and other things, but whatever. Uh, It's new. Uh, Pelosi is denying requests to pass a SCOTUS security bill in light of the fact that a man was uh, attempting to murder one of the Supreme Court justices. That's interesting. And uh, did you catch the the, uh, big hearings on television for the January 6th riot? Uh, No, neither did I. I'm not sure who did. But uh, that was also going on. Good morning to you, Rudy Carlos. Good morning, Joe. And I have some very important news to share. Really? I am now an official Texan. Oh, wow. I have registered my car. I got Texas plates. Okay. And so I celebrated this momentous occasion by going to the finest Texas establishment. The finest? The taste of Texas? No. (laughs) In and out. Bucky's? Wait, wait, what? In and out is not. In and out, like yourself, is a stranger in foreign lands. It's in Texas. Okay, yeah. But, yeah, that's because it pays double the tax for the privilege of selling Mm. their California burgers Mm -hmm. to Texans. And I have to say, my, my. (laughs) They were good. (laughs) Now, when you became an official Texan, did they issue your cowboy hat, bell buckle, and boots? Uh, No, they didn't. That's in the mail. So I'm waiting for those to come in. Oh, okay. That's kind of strange and odd, but uh, all right. Yeah. 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 Had uh, to uh, pass the bull riding test. So. Okay, good. All right. So yeah. at least they're still standards. Yeah, they're still, yeah, I mean, they're still standards. Praise be to God. <laughs> Speaking of standards, Adrian Fonseca is here on the ones and twos. Good morning to Adrian. Good morning. You know, I got to say, in and out 
Not it's good. delicious. It's not good. It's very gross. <laughs> very gross. It's pretty gross. So I've only, the guy who likes water burger. I've had it twice, <laughs> and both times I've been incredibly disappointed. The fries taste like cardboard. Really? And that's the funny because that's what I think about Whataburger. That's yeah. weird. What do you think? <laughs> about, what do you think about crystals and their sliders? Never been there. Crystals? Never been to crystals? Uh, it's been probably ten years since I've been to crystals and had a crystal burger. Is there one here but, in Texas? Oh yeah. Why would you want a oh, crystal yeah. burger? Oh yeah. That sounds really hard. Kind of like Whataburgers. It's like yeah, the break opposite. Teeth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Have you ever heard of White Castle? Yeah. So crystals is a competitor to White Castle. They make mm. tiny little burgers that you eat by the dozen. Hmm. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. What are we talking Why? about? Quarter size? This is, like, this is like finger food. This is like appetizers that you eat as a meal. That's kind of the idea. I'm very confused. Yes. yes. I don't know. Finger food, How can strips. they have competitors? I don't even know what either of those are. <laughs> but, well, White Castle's been around for, I don't know, 50, 60 years or something. I've Yikes. only heard about Black Castle. Never heard yeah, of I've never one. heard of a. I never heard of anything. <laughs> now I'm hungry. About. Blue Castle. This show is automatically taking a detour into food. Usually, that's an after-show kind of, kind of conversation, which we're not having this week because it's a special week here. We are in the midst of our Shareathon fundraising for the Guadalupe Radio Network in our second hour, uh, and you can always join us for that. But we'll be back uh, with our regular two-hour program on Monday. For those of you that are used to that. We'll be back, and we're going to change things up in the, in the top half of the second hour on Monday. Instead of doing good news, gospel, saint of the day, we're going to have a, a guest segment, and that's going to start this coming Monday. So for those of you that could and do hang out with us, we'd love to see you back here on Monday for that. So just go to grnonline.com forward slash cdt for the details. We're going to pray. We're going to jump in. Lots of great conversation and news going to get, that's going to be covered in this hour. Again, Theone Bell is going to be our guest at 35 past the hour. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. Remember, O most sweet Jesus, that no one who has had recourse to thy sacred heart, implored its help, or sought its mercy, was ever abandoned. Encouraged with confidence, O tenderest of hearts, we present ourselves before thee, crushed beneath the weight of our sins. In our misery, O sacred heart of Jesus, despise not our simple prayers, but mercifully grant our requests. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. And now your headlines with Rudy Carlos. Good morning. Thanks for tuning in to Catholic Drive Time. Today is Friday, June 10th, and you made it to the end of the week. Here are your headline news this morning. Breitbart reports January 6th committee projected to spend $8 million with few new revelations. The January 6th committee is projected to spend $8 million in 2022 to find out little to new revelations about the events that unfolded during the January 6th protests and riots. An aide familiar with the figures told Breitbart News that the committee spent already $2 million between January and April of 2022, and it's projected to spend another $8 million during the 2022 legislative year. The committee employs 51 staffers with an average salary of $124,000. Sky News reports two British soldiers sentenced to death in separatist area, Russian state media says. Aidan Aslan and Sean Pinner have been accused of being mercenaries. The pair volunteered to fight for Ukraine and are not considered enlisted in the Ukrainian military by the Russians, thereby they are not recognized as prisoners of war under the Geneva Convention. They were captured in Mariupol in April during an intense fight for control of the port city before appearing in court in the separatist Donetsk People's Republic. The Hill reports Abbott and FDA warned of problems at, F at uh, plant months earlier than previously known. Abbott Laboratories and the Food and Drug Administration were notified about a possible problem at an Abbott plant in Sturgis, Michigan. 
that makes baby formula in February 2021. However, the FDA offered congressional testimony last month indicating that it had received its first consumer complaint of Chronobacter infection in September of 2021 and that it had notified Abbott a day later. The FDA, the FDA has also acknowledged receiving a confidential complaint on the matter in October 2021, but its timeline does not disclose any complaints received in February of that year. And just the news reports, Michigan Sheriff says prices have forced the agency to reassess the way in which it handles non-urgent calls. A, uh, a post from the Sheriff's Department says, I have instructed the deputies to attempt to manage whatever calls are acceptable over the phone. This would be non-in-progress calls, non-life-threatening calls, calls that do not require evidence collection or documentation. Deputies will continue to provide patrols in all areas of the county. They will respond to those calls that need to be managed in person. Any call that is in progress with active suspects will involve response by the deputies. I just want to assure the community that safety is our primary goal and we will continue to respond to those types of calls, said an Isabella County Sheriff's Post. And those were your headline news this morning. God love you. The saint of the day is Saint Jokama, not Joachim. Born in 1783 into an aristocratic family in Barcelona, Spain, Jokama was 12 when she expressed a desire to become a Carmelite nun. But her life took an altogether different turn at 16 when her marriage to a young lawyer, Theodore de Mas, both deeply devout, they became secular Franciscans. During their 17 years of marriage, they raised eight children. The normalcy of their family life was interrupted when Napoleon invaded Spain. She had to flee with her children and Theodore remained behind and died. Though Jokoma re-experienced a desire to enter a religious community, she attended to her duties as a mother. At the same time, the young widow led a life of austerity and chose to wear the habit of the Third Order of St. Francis as her ordinary dress. She spent much time in prayer and visiting the sick. Four years later, with some of her children now married and the younger ones under their care, she confessed her desire to a priest to join a religious order. With his encouragement, she established the Carmelite Sisters of Charity. In the midst of the, fr the fratricidal wars occurring at the time, she was briefly imprisoned and later exiled to France for several years. Sickness ultimately compelled her to resign as superior of her order. Over the next four years, she slowly succumbed to paralysis, which caused her to die by inches. At her death in 1854, at the age of 71, Jokoma was known and admired for her high degree of prayer, deep trust in God, and selfless charity. She was beatified by Pius XII in 1940 and canonized by John XXIII in 1959. She died in 1854. St. Jokoma, pray for us. Praise be to God in all things. The gospel today comes to us from Matthew chapter 5, verses 27 through 32. Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said, You shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, Everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body thrown into Gehenna. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body go into Gehenna.
It was also said, whoever divorces his wife must give her a bill of divorce. But I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, unless the marriage is unlawful, causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Augustine today uh, sort of contemplates what this fornication unlawfulness means, and boy, does he tie it to unbelief, to idolatry, and to a whole list of things that are completely unlawful. But I wonder what Cornelius Alapide had to say today. Adrian, what did you find? Yes, a number of things from Cornelius Alapide. One thing is... It's kind of funny. So he goes after pretty much everybody, especially Josephus here, because he says that in responding to the Ten Commandments, many people, including the early church historian, which he was a Jew, he wasn't Catholic, he was a Jew, just, uh, Josephus, he was commenting on the deals of what was happening in the, in the world at the time, and he says that the act of, uh, of desecration, of sacrilege, was being punished at this time. And he was like, well, what's up with that? Why are they punishing sacrilege? He didn't actually commit sacrilege. The guy was expressing that he wanted to commit sacrilege, and they still put him to death. That's not, that's not right. And Cornelius Lapide says, no, that is right, because the sins of the mind are also sins still, because God reckons an evil thought as a work. Because, and he says, and this is a crass error to think evil is not a sin, but to do evil only. So that is a important thing to note because we often try to recontextualize scripture to fit our needs. It's like, oh, well, you know, I just, I just had a bad thought, you know, it's, and it doesn't actually, I didn't actually do anything, but God sees our inmost thoughts. So Cornelius Lapide goes on to say that the scribes erred in thinking that immodest looks, touches, kisses were not sins of adultery and fornication. And he goes on and says it, was, it would only be, be considered fornication if it was your neighbor's wife. So it's like, okay, well, it's fine as long as the person's not married. If the person's married, well, then you can't be thinking about her. But the ones that are not married, well, that's fine. That's free game. And Christ comes in and says, no, that's not right. That's wrong. Because we are going to be accountable for every single thought we have, every single idle word that we have, and that's going to be Amen. that's going to be good for Cornelius Alapide today. All right, praise be to God. Thank you, Cornelius Alapide. Someday, hopefully, to be a saint. We're going to go to break. We're going to come right back. What's concerning us is coming up next. I want to talk to you about world famine and the artwork and architecture and aesthetics of churches. How are these things related? I don't know. We're going to find out. It's coming up next. Wouldn't it be great if everyone prayed daily for vocations to the religious life? Why not start today? A friendly suggestion from Guadalupe Radio Network. Atheists often argue they don't need to give reasons for their position because they simply lack a belief in God. The assumption being theists alone have the burden of proof. But is this rational? The answer is no, and here's the reason. Atheism can't simply be a lack of belief. Dogs lack belief in God, but that doesn't make dogs atheists. Atheism makes a claim about the world, namely... 
God doesn't exist. As such, atheists, along with theists, must shoulder the burden of proof. Even if an atheist says he simply hasn't found any good evidence for God, he would still have to prove why the evidence theists give for God is not good evidence. No matter how an atheist looks at it, he can't sit the sidelines when it comes to defending his position on the question of God's existence. I'm Carlo Broussard with a ready reason for Catholic Answers. Catholic.com Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. There's a, a raging debate going on right now in our chat box, our com box over on Odyssey. Rudy, what have you done? What, you should be ashamed. I'm so sorry. You know, what for, have I done? It's bad enough that you, you come to Texas from California, along with the four million other Californians that have come to the great state of Texas. But then you bring In-N-Out Burger with you, mm. you know, and now... Now there's a raging debate in the combat. You can two. take the boy out of California, <sighs> but you can't take the California yeah. out of the boy. Yeah, I guess. I suppose. Uh, That's but, why we uh, shouldn't let them in. Anybody who uh, <laughs> supports in and out you're wrong. Sorry. Uh, case closed. <laughs> mic drop. Let's move on. All right. Um, coming up at 35 past the hour, Theone Bell is going to be back on the program to talk about a brand new project. She's working on uh, a book to help parents, to help their, their kids deal with miscarriage difficult topic. A lot of families are dealing with it. I know ours has. So we're going to look forward to that conversation coming up in just a little bit with Theone Bell. There are, as I say, lots of stories in the news that are of great concern to me, and I'm sure they are to you. Um, You know, I I was planning to talk to you this morning about uh, a famine that's actually very serious and growing across the whole world. Um, It's it's taking its roots now in in several countries in Africa, uh, and it's starting to spread and to other parts of the world, Haiti, for instance. Uh, the Middle East is starting to feel the pinch. I mean, uh, Afghanistan is on the list. World famine is a very serious thing, and we're not going to feel it quite as bad as a lot of other people on the planet. You couple that with things like uh, stories. For instance, New Zealand is saying that they want to uh, impose a tax on, on ranchers because cows, you know, they flatulate. And supposedly that ruins the environment. So the idea here is let's just reduce meat intake across the board. But it's not just New Zealand. It's happening actually in Europe as well. They've been experimenting by feeding bugs and insects to school kids in, in, uh, in Wales, I think. Canada is also embracing this idea. California is not far behind, in fact. California is talking about uh, you know buying farms in California to reduce crops so they can take the water so that they can use it. Because they got a drought there, but the drought is really caused by trying to save salmon, just so you know. Uh, but the idea is to reduce the food processing capability, growing and all of it, across the planet. So it's a very concerning story, to be sure. And uh, maybe I'll talk more about that next week. But then I came across this story out of Liturgical Arts Journal. And it was a before and after of a a church called St. Thomas the Apostle in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And I I love these stories. I think they're beautiful when I see this. A church that reinvented itself. A church that goes back to its roots. You see, uh, many years ago, prior to the, the Second Vatican Council, this was a gorgeous, beautiful church with wonderful iconography, beautiful artwork that elevated, you know, the soul towards the divine towards heaven. 
Just recently, I was in Birmingham, Alabama. I told you about this. I took my daughter on a discernment retreat with the Dominican cloister. Well, while she was hanging out with the Dominicans, I went up with my other daughter to, to go hiking in the Oak Mountain State Park. And I went to Mass at Blessed Sacrament Parish, which was located in a not-so-nice neighborhood. But nonetheless, the church itself is very old, and it was exquisitely beautiful. And I was so impressed by the fact that this is a church that kept its beauty. It didn't reinvent itself post-Vatican II, removing you know everything that was gorgeous and beautiful, getting rid of the artwork, painting the walls some bland color, taking off the beautiful uh, stations of the cross, removing its altar rails and all the rest. It kept its beauty, and it's still there. So if you live in the Birmingham area and you've never been to the Blessed Sacrament, let me encourage you, go. You're going to be blown away. Now, I went to the traditional Latin Mass there. Uh, but they also offer the Novus Ordo as well. It's a diocesan parish. Uh, but you're going to be blown away at the aesthetic and the, the beauty of the place. There's something to that that I knew and understood. I'll never forget, I'll never forget as a young Catholic, I had become Catholic in 99 to get married. I was not sold out for the faith. I did not buy in or believe the Catholic doctrine. I simply needed to get married to the woman that I wanted to marry, and she said I had to become Catholic, and I'm like, done, deal, let's do this thing. Where do I sign? Right? It wasn't until later, in April of 2002, that I had a mystical experience of Jesus Christ that saved my marriage and saved my life and put me on a journey. But it was at that time that I was going to leave the Catholic Church because everyone around me, all of my friends, neighbors, relatives, they were all not Catholic and anti-Catholic and said I had to leave. And I believed them. And I started listening to Protestant radio. And I believed the Protestant pastors that said that it was Constantine that corrupted the church. You know, I was on this wild ride. And then my neighbor, a fallen away Catholic, he had been born and raised Catholic and became Baptist. And he was trying to convince me to leave the Catholic faith. And I said to him, I don't know much, but I can tell you I feel something different when I'm in the sanctuary, in the presence. And I didn't truly believe in the presence of Jesus Christ in the, in the Eucharist at that time. Much like the majority of Catholics today, at that time of my life, I did not believe what the church taught and professed about the Catholic, uh, the doctrine of the, whole, the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist. Like the majority of Catholics today, I was just like them. But I knew that there was still something different that, that I wouldn't find at any Baptist church on planet Earth. I knew that because I had been raised Protestant, and I knew what that's like. And I stayed, and the Lord worked on me, and miracles happened, and I began to grow in my understanding and my faith. And it was a beautiful thing. And I bring this up to point out that when you walk into a beautiful church, let's just say you've never been to a traditional Latin Mass. Let's just say you've never been to a really beautiful Catholic church. But I guarantee when you encounter the divine, the beauty of grand, epic Catholic architecture, iconography, artwork, a high altar, a, a vaulted ceiling with, with an image of Christ on it or Our Lady on it, you stop. Guaranteed. It doesn't matter your politics or your worldview. You stop and you pay attention. You could be the biggest street thug there is, walking down the park with your pants halfway around your ankles. And if they're playing some beautiful, epic, orchestra, symphony-like music, you stop and you pay attention. Because all humans know that the good, the true, and the beautiful speaks directly to the soul.
That's how I felt when I walked into St. Peter's Basilica in Rome in 2005 for the first time. It's grandeur. It's beauty. It's epicness. It's proportions. The artwork, the, the baptismal, I mean, not the baptismal, the, the, whole, the holy water font was as big as I am. I mean, it was just massive. The letters are 10 feet tall that line the top of the building. I mean, there's nothing about the space that does not elevate your mind towards the heavens. So I saw this article over Liturgical Arts Journal about the before and after of this church at, at uh, uh, St. Thomas the Apostle in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And how before the council, it was beautiful, epic, grand, high altar that looks exquisite, the imagery and the artwork. And then they painted it to be bland. They painted over all this incredible artwork. They removed the beauty of their iconography. And they tried to simplify it so that your eyes would only focus on what, was, what used to be a high altar and is now just in a simple little uh, altar there. And it just didn't quite do the same thing. And now they're moving back. Now they are actually, they've repainted the scene of our Lord's ascension into heaven. They've repainted the heavens with the Trinity ruling over it all. They've repainted the image of our Lord and his resurrection before the apostles and the martyrdom of St. Thomas the Apostle. And what used to be the side altars, they still have work to do here. Bring back the side altars. There's a reason for them. Bring back the altar rail. You're almost there. You have beauty in now that has been resurrected, but you're not quite there yet. The altar rail should come back. The high altar should come back. These things elevate the soul of even strangers to the divine. And then I came across this other article this morning out of the Imaginative Conservative by Duncan Stroik, somebody we've had on the show. We ought to have him back. The headline says, The Church Building as a Sacred Place, Beauty, Transcendence, and the Eternal. Uh, he says, uh, How can we recover the sense of the sacred in our temples and shrines? We seem to have lost the ability to make new buildings with... Uh, which ex exude the ineffable sense of the sacred, which can be rightly called the presence of the Almighty. Why is it that few of our churches built in recent decades imitate that the church building itself and the celebrations taking place within it are sacred? Recent church structures often seem, quote, out, uh, seem of this world, rather, rather than otherworldly, down to earth, rather than heavenly more secular than sacred. In this increasingly secular age, our houses of worship, by blending in with contemporary architecture, are in danger of becoming more theaters and assembly halls rather than sacred and prophetic places. Yet why should we seek to promote and restore sacred architecture as if it has been lost? We seek to restore the practice of sacred architecture because it is part of our Catholic patrimony in the same way that images of the Annunciation, Last Supper, and Crucifixion are. They are a catechism in paint, mosaic, and stone. Yet to compare even the most critically acclaimed modern churches with typical early Christian or Renaissance examples is to call into question any notion of progress in the arts. How our ecclesiastical works be judged in relation to our forefathers, who are able to create great works of art in spite of their limited resources and rudimentary technology. Close quote, Duncan Stroik. We should get him on. 
You know, uh, Notre Dame, of course, we know the, that it had that tragic fire back in 2019, and they've been experimenting with the reconstruction ever since. The, the Dark Ages, so, so to speak, gave us beautiful light and grandeur in architecture, in art, in science, in literature, and in every category, and yet they're considered dark for some odd reason. We can't hold a candle to the grandeur and beauty of that architecture in 2020. Why is that? Recently, our friend from uh, Robert from, uh, from Ireland, he put out a video on his YouTube channel that we, that we just interviewed him last week on. Oh, we didn't interview him about this topic, but he talked about this on his YouTube channel, how in Ireland there's still a trend of keeping the tabernacle some other place than in front and center in the sanctuary. And there's a parish not far from me right now where you have to turn your back to the Lord present in the tabernacle to, to, uh, to attend Holy Mass. I mean, something is just not right about this. And the opportunity for us as Catholics to have a true impact on society is a re-embracing of all that the church, Holy Mother Church, has given to us, handed on by the, down through the ages. I'll never forget seeing the models of what Constantine built in the 4th century. An epic, grand St. Peter's. In, the, in this moment in time where the church was able to come out of the catacombs, out of the darkness, out of persecution, to truly embrace and try to convert a pagan kingdom and a pagan world. And how did it do it? With beauty, with grandeur, with the epic that led hearts to the divine. Wouldn't it be amazing to see all of these old churches that had been painted over come back and be restored to their former glory and beauty? And how that might impact your friends and family? Let's pray about that. We'll be right back. Why is Catholic Radio important to you? I have learned so much. My knowledge of my faith has increased so much. I thought I knew my faith, but I've come to realize that I'm growing every day because of what I've learned and what I continue to learn. My only concern is that there are so many out there who are listening, but they are not calling in to make a pledge, and every one of them counts. It's just vital that we that we put our money where our ears are. You can't go wrong by listening to Catholic Radio because every day there's something else that you can find out, uh, a little bit more that you can add to your to your knowledge about uh, things you really thought you understood if you'll just listen. It's so very important for Catholic Radio to continue and grow. The Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Men, it's time. The Men's March to End Abortion and Rally for Personhood is Saturday, June 11th, the weekend before Father's Day, from 12 to 3 p.m. in Tallahassee, Florida. Men gather at 12 p.m. for the march. All women, children, and families join us for the 2 p.m. rally at the Florida State Capitol. You are needed. Every life matters. Join us on June 11th in Tallahassee. For more information, go to themensmarch.com. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. And now more headlines. The Daily Wire reports every single business leader surveyed in a new poll thinks a recession is coming. Are you ready for it? 
The United States economy shrank at a 1.5 annualized rate in the first quarter of 2022, with two consecutive quarters of negative growth constituting recession territory. Most respondents to the survey, 68% of them, believe a recession will occur in the first half of 2023. No chief financial officer forecasts a recession any later than the second half of the next year, and no CFO thinks the economy will avoid a recession, said an analysis of the 22 survey respondents. Epic Times reports Pelosi blocks Supreme Court security bill, says no one is in danger. Democrat leaders in the House of Representatives on June 9th blocked a bill to increase security for Supreme Court justices, asserting that more time is needed to alter the legislation and that nobody is in danger. This is just days after、uh, Justice Kavanaugh was threatened. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy asked on the House floor for unanimous consent to take the bill from the House Speaker Pelosi's desk, but Pelosi did not agree, so members could not vote on the legislation. And Breitbart reports Texans buy bike for a man after one he rode to work was stolen. God bless y'all, he says. When James Pandela, a Dairy Queen employee in Robinson, Texas, discovered that his bike was stolen, he took to a neighborhood watch social media group to offer a re- reward to get it back. But much to his surprise, the group quickly raised the funds for a new bike, a lock, and a gift of $30. One member got the bike from Walmart and gave it to the man who was overcome with emotion. Pandela used the bike to get to work on Monday and said, I'd like to thank all the residents of Robinson who helped me out in my time of need. God bless y'all, he said. I rode the bike to work for the first time today, and it was marvelous. And those were your headline news this morning. God love you. By the way, come back and、uh, check out our Catholic Drive Time YouTube channel later today to get a recap of this week's top stories. Yeah, praise be to God. That,、uh, thanks for bringing that up, Rudy.、Uh, Rudy is now producing a recap of the stories, the biggest stories of the week, in a、uh, wonderfully produced video. And we're going to be posting that every Friday afternoon. So do us a favor. Uh, because the tech overlords don't really allow us to,、uh, to reach too many new souls. If you could be sure to go to the channel, Catholic Drive Time, like, subscribe, that's super important to us, but、uh, share his video on your social feeds with friends and family. That'll help us in a big way. So we'd be very grateful. Again, you can find links to our social channels on our website, grnonline.com forward slash CDT. But check out the Catholic Drive Time channel, it'll be posted later today. It's such a good. Well produced video. Thank you, Rudy, for doing that.、Um, joining us right now by phone is our friend Theoni Bell. She wrote a book、uh, a while back、uh, that was published by Tan called、uh, The Woman in the Trees, a novel about America's first approved Marian apparition. But she's got a new project out、uh, about miscarriage and the difficulties families have in dealing with the grief and the loss in miscarriage, especially with children. Good morning to you, Theoni Bell. Theoni, are you there? Yeah. Oh, praise be to God. Good morning to you. How are you? Theoni, are you there? One more time. Theoni.、Oh, can you hear me? Yes, praise be to God. <laughs> the wonders of modern technology. You got, you, got, you got all of it. Good morning. How are you? I am good. How are you guys? Well, better now that we got that sorted.、Um, so、yes. God is good. God Those is darn good. smoke signals. I know. Carrier pigeons.、Uh, <laughs> we're we're going to work all this out. But at any rate, it's good to have you on the show. Now, miscarriage is a difficult topic. We talked about this maybe two weeks ago. I,、uh, me and my family have we've had four miscarriages. It's a very difficult thing. A lot of families struggle through miscarriage.、Um, tell me about it from your perspective. 
Um, we, my family has had four also, um, and I guess we weren't um, as affected by the first three as we were by our our last loss, which mm. was in December 2020. That was a stillbirth. I'm so sorry. Um, at at 27 weeks. So her name was Sloan and um, she was perfect. There was no problems at all on any of her scans. And I went into early labor and, um, you know, I had told the kids, you know, mommy's in pain and, and I don't know what's going on. We're just going to offer all of this up. Um, and then uh, I, re- I kind of thought about, well, what could be going on with me and realized I was in labor. So we went to the hospital and they told me that um, there was no heartbeat and that I had to give birth to her and they induced labor. Mm. And then I gave birth to her. But after, uh, after I gave birth to her, I got very sick because I guess she had passed um, maybe a few days beforehand and my body started this process of of clotting Mm. every all my blood was clotting so that when I finally had the the baby I had no platelets left and so I was just bleeding out so I think the trauma of losing the baby losing the baby then being in the hospital for five days and and very nearly dying um, it really uh, affected my family a lot and made us really reflect on suffering and death and and all and everything that goes with that. Yeah, uh, well, I can't imagine. You know, as a, one of the things I was saying to the previous guest we discussed this with is, as a dad, you feel you feel powerless. You feel like there's not much yeah. you can do to help. I mean, as a mom, I mean, you're basically bearing the entire weight of of this from an emotional, let alone physical standpoint. And it is hard for for the family to really know what to do, how to think about this and how to process it. Uh, Tell me about Mm -hmm. the project you're working on to help with this. So when I was in the hospital, uh, it was COVID and no one could really come in and see me. That's worse. So my husband, yes, it was, it was very difficult. And so my daughter and my husband had packed a suitcase for me and brought it to me and they had bought a journal because I'm a writer and they, Mm -hmm. my mom, my daughter wrote inside, you know, mom, write me something. Well, you know, I was pining for this baby I didn't have now and decided to write her story. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I had a homeschool group who had also lost babies that I had never known about. Um, I realized that maybe this was something that other families could use. I have three children and also I have a four-year-old and she was so curious and she, she, all she wanted to do was talk about it. And then she would repeat everything I explained to her to strangers. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, I just thought that, um, the pictures that would go along with the story I wrote would have helped her understand and would have been, um, you know, it, it's, it's not an easy thing to explain, even if it comes in a beautiful picture book form. But those pictures would have definitely helped those conversations. And then um, uh, my oldest is 10. And, you know, at, at, at the baby's funeral, she sat and held little Sloan's hand in her casket for about three hours. She just could not leave the baby's side. And she is 
just felt this loss so profoundly. Now, she's not the type to want to talk about it. She, if I'm watching a movie and there's a miscarriage in the movie or any, a baby dies for some reason, she's, she gets very angry at me for, for bringing those emotions back up. Oh, wow. But she is, she is the type who would steal away with a book and she would read about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. She loves reading. And I, so all sensitive issues in her life, I tend to find a, a book I can rely on. Um, so after we lost the baby and I was dealing with this with my own children, um, we, I started to share the story I'd written about Sloan and I named it Jelly Bean. Mm-hmm. And basically it's the story of a, it, it's a lighthearted story. So it's a little baby in, in her mother's womb and she's, in her own way, playing with her siblings, kicking and squirming, and she's hearing all the voices in her in the world outside of the womb. She's getting a little too big for the womb, and she wants to come out. And then um, Our Lady, or a woman, in the book it's a beautiful woman appears, and you don't really know it's Our Lady yet, but she um, comes and takes the baby painlessly um, to heaven to meet Jesus and then in heaven um, the baby is given a mission Um, she obviously wants her family to be there and she learns that she can help them get there so that was one of the biggest things that I think really helped us through the loss and in thinking of the three other babies we lost is that they're still here and they want us to be with them and it's like it, it gave us even more of a reason to pray and to try to reach heaven, um, to be reunited. Yeah. You know, um, what, we're, all, we're just at a break here. We're, we're very close to a break. Yeah. We talked with Theoni Bell, and she's, the, uh, she's an author, published author. We talked to her last time about her book on uh, America's uh, first unapproved Marian Apparition, or approved Marian Apparition, rather. Approved. Yeah, approved. <laughs> Better get that right, huh? Uh, Woman yeah. in the Trees is the name of that book, and it's published by Tam. But this is a different project, and uh, we're up against a break, and I'm just thinking about my own children as you were talking about how they process this information and how they repeat things and, and how important it is for us to help them process. I mean, so many times in our family... Uh, I've noticed my, like, I have not paid much attention. I've been processing things that I'm dealing with, and apparently I'm doing this in front of the kids, and they're just, you know, they don't know how to deal with this stuff. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't fully understand it, so it can become very critical of parents to stop, pause, and pay attention. And so that's what we're talking about with miscarriage with Theoni Bell. So we're going to go to break. We're going to come right back, and we're going to continue this conversation. So if you know anybody who has suffered or is suffering through miscarriage now, Maybe you might reach out and have them tune in. We'll be right back. Just one moment. The Only Bell is coming back. Looking for a Catholic university where the greatest works of Western and Catholic tradition are the foundation for learning, all in an environment that is faithful to the magisterium? Recommended by the Cardinal Newman Society, the University of Dallas offers an exceptional liberal arts education, preserving the wisdom of the past while the past students for the world-changing futures. Academically excellent, always faithful. Apply today at udallas.edu. Men, it's time. The Men's March to End Abortion and Rally for Personhood is Saturday, June 11th, the weekend before Father's Day, from 12 to 3 p.m. in Tallahassee, Florida. 
Men gather at 12 p.m. for the march, while women, children, and families join us for the 2 p.m. rally at the Florida State Capitol. You are needed. Every life matters. Join us on June 11th in Tallahassee. For more information, go to themensmarch.com. Hi, this is Walter Crawford with Homeschool Connections, a proud sponsor of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please save the date for this year's The Catholic Homeschool Conference. It's virtual, so you can attend from the comfort of your own home or from an in-person watch party in your local community. It's Friday, June 10th and Saturday, June 11th. Our theme this year is empowering you to homeschool joyfully. May God continue to bless your homeschool journey. More information is available at catholichomeschoolconference.com. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McClain. So good to be on with you, praise be to God. Theody Bell is our guest. She has a project she's working on called Jelly Bean, which helps parents who are suffering through miscarriage help their kids also process and deal with the grief and mourning and loss of miscarriage. Welcome back to the show, Theony. Now, let me ask you, uh, are are you self-publishing this project, or, or do you have a publisher lined up? Tell me about that. Well, I self-published my first book, uh, The Woman in the Trees, so I'm familiar with how to do that, and eventually that book did get picked up by TAN, so that is the fallback plan, Um, but right now the book is with several publishers who are taking a look at it. Oh, wow. Um, In the the publishing world, that just means wait and see. It's nothing to get too excited about, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, I'm still praying about it, but, you know, there's pros and cons to either publishing by myself or publishing with a publisher. So that's where yeah. things are at. But the main problem we have is that uh, my illustrator and I, and my, my husband works full-time to support the family. My illustrator and I both have children, um, and I'm a homeschooler. So the main problem we have is, um, you know, finding the financial help to get uh, daycare for the kids so that we can, can work on this a couple hours a week, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about your illustrator. Who is your illustrator? Her name is Katie Ray Schoen. It's S-C-H-O-N. And that's that's a really interesting story because um, after I lost Sloan, I, I really needed to focus on my family. And that I felt like she wanted me to get off Instagram. Hmm. So I made this uh, mad dash to reach out to everyone I had met there and was friends with. And Katie was one of them. And I mentioned the project to her and said, you know, could I reach out to you if I actually finish writing this up? And she said, yes. So I never did. I kind of felt awkward about reaching out to her and she barely knew me. But then uh, her sister said, hey, are you going to reach back out to Katie? She's really interested. So I did. And she said the day after I told her my story idea, um, her neighbor has a daughter who was a twin and the, the twin died at birth. And that little girl came up to her, and I guess they're friends, and she started telling her, oh, I had a dream. And in the dream, my sister was taken to heaven by Mary. And my Katie said, wow, I think I need to work on this picture book. So mm. she, she has spent hours planning out the images for this book. There's a spread. She's already finished. It's up on my website. And, you know, I, I haven't been able to pay her anything at all. So she really, this is a work of the heart for both of us, I think. Yeah. And I, you said something earlier in the first segment about how kids process this information, how one of your children would, you know, be very open to reading a book. 
And I think that's the power of children's books, not to change the subject, but to be honest with you, mm-hmm. there's so much in the news today about how the current trends in the world of flesh and the devil who are you know trying to subvert the minds of children leverage the power of children's books state farm is in trouble for promoting and distributing gender confused ideologies through children's books right now matt walsh mm-hmm. wrote his own children's book to combat the, those types of things they they do these story hours at libraries um talk to me about the power of children's literature to to build up rather than to tear down Yeah, I think whatever your children are consuming shapes them. And that's why I think it's always been a a Catholic way of life to share the stories of the saints, because those are examples of how we're supposed to live that are perfectly packaged for them to understand. And so as they go throughout their lives, they can think back to those uh, stories that they've heard. But yeah, the the influence that stories have, I mean, everybody knows this. We've known this you know, for all of time that the, the stories are what what help us form our ideas of what the world is around us. And you're receiving those stories from television, from video games, from books, everywhere. And so that that's one of the reasons that I wanted to start writing for the Catholic world. I just think we need to combat the stories that are bombarding our children with our own stories. And they have to be well-written and they have to be well-illustrated and they have to live up to the secular standards Mm. for media. Um, You know, we have to be competitive in that. That's absolutely right. You know, we have this conversation, too, pretty often on the show that, uh, you know, when we talk about movies and media and that sort of thing, we, we really have to be the pioneers here, the driving force, because we truly have the best stories to tell. We have, mm-hmm. we have a, a, a unique understanding of the human experience because we are Christian. And uh, I'm just wondering, you know, to, to talk a little bit about healing, um, what was the healing process like as you were writing this, this book? Um, you know, when, when I'm suffering, I usually dive into something (laughs) and it's usually my writing or something like that. And so this was, um, a very good way for me to keep Sloan alive, uh, was to write her story down. I had a woman reach out to me on my website, which any woman suffering and feeling alone, you may email me and I will give you time to talk about what you're going through. But she is your website? Oh, it's theonibell.com, T-H-E-O-N-I-Bell.com. And um, this woman reached out to me and I wrote her back. And the next day she had sent me like a 22-page journal entry. And all she said was, don't even know if you're going to read this, but I, I know I needed to write this down. And it was the whole story of her pregnancy and her child loss. So for me, it's been very cathartic. My whole life writing has been that way for me. But... I can tell you, honestly, the main thing that got my family through it was the rosary. We had started praying the rosary nightly during COVID. Um, and every night after we lost the baby, we, we continued. My husband, he video chatted with me in the hospital, and we prayed our family rosary because he was still afraid that I might die. So wow. um, we had to keep that going. And everything I had bottled up, uh, just poured out during the rosary and I would begin to cry and everyone could tell I was crying and then my kids would surround me and there was the, I, just the spirit. God was in those those evening prayers and he 
he let us all cry together. My husband might cry. My, my daughter might cry. You know, we, it was a time where everything slowed down and nothing could distract us from what we needed to process. You know, one of the things I pointed out the last time we had this conversation about miscarriages is just how the world doesn't seem to relate, like your non-Catholic friends or those friends that don't really embrace the idea that, you know, life begins at conception, they can't seem to wrap their head around why a miscarriage is such a painful experience for us. Um, How do you address that with, with your, do you have friends in this category? And if so, how do you deal with it? You know, I've been fairly lucky, and, and that's why I've wanted to do something for, for other women who might not be as lucky. Um, I, I, every, my mom flew in immediately with my stepdad, and they came to the funeral, and I had hundreds of women reach out to me, strangers who donated to the funeral and, um, you know, shared their stories with me, many friends that I've kept since then. But I do see this book as a very pro-life book because it shows the child from, from conception being a loved human being, a human being that's wanted. And um, one of the things I've thought of, uh, I'm not sure how this book might, might work in this situation, but, you know, those women who have had abortions and feel guilty about it later and, and come to realize that they love their child they're alone when they realize that. And, and they're surrounded by probably the people who um, push them to go and get an abortion in the first place. And my heart just breaks for any mom who, who no matter what their past is, now realize that they have lost a child. And so I think I, I have not been able to find another book where the lost baby goes to heaven and is living and active still in the family's lives while they're grieving and, you know, while they're going on with their lives. We're talking with Theoni Bell. She has a book uh, project that she's working on called Jelly Bean, which, as you've been listening, is a book that's designed towards children to help them understand, process, and deal with the grieving and loss of a uh, sibling, in their case, uh, through miscarriage. So you were saying a minute ago that your biggest challenge is to, you know, because you got two moms here with children trying to produce this project, and, and really it's to cover child care. So tell me about the financial aspect of this and how people may be able to help you. Yeah, so, you know, when you self-publish, you have to pay for all the websites and the promotional materials. Um, my husband will be getting back on social media to do ads on there. I, I want to be able to provide free copies. Um, this might be something down the road, but if you're suffering, I want, you know, I want to be able to have those available. Um, and then the main problem, honestly, it seems so small, but I have three kids and they need my attention 100% of the time. So almost oh, all goes. the money I, yeah, I know. Yeah. Almost all the money that we get right now goes to that, that, Childcare, so we can get away a couple times a week and really um, get the, uh, work hard on this uh, without being distracted. So, I do have a donation page on my website, and it says on there every cent you donate goes back into the work. 
so we're not buying cars or I mean <laughs> writers just don't make that kind of money. <laughs> no mansion in so, California. No, well, it'd no. probably be a Tesla Plaid. I mean, like the newest and latest yeah. and greatest hey, Teslas. Yeah. We just left California, so that's not going to happen either. <laughs> well, I don't know if enough of you Californians keep coming to Texas. Well, we all know what happens to Texas. First, it's In and Out Burgers. What's next? I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Slow. <laughs> but you're talking about your website. Yeah. What is the website again? It's Theoni Bell. It's T H E O N I B E L L dot com. And if you want to help in any way, you can write me, you can donate there. And again, I just want to say if you have lost a baby and have not been able to tell that story or just tell someone that you're depressed without judgment or anything, just write me. Um, I, I want to be there for people in the way that so many moms were there for me. Yeah, amen. It's definitely something I think it's uh, not spoken of very often, right? Grieving the miscarriage is sort of a quiet affair with so many families. And uh, yes. to actually, you know, we didn't have a funeral process for any, any of our children that we lost in miscarriage. And, you know, you just don't know. You don't know how to deal with it. You don't talk about it. You keep it to yourself. So it's good to... Uh, to to speak out about this stuff. So if you want yeah. information or want to help or you want to just reach out to Theoni, you can go to her website. It's Theoni Bell at T-H-E-O-N-I, TheoniBell.com. So check that out today. But Theoni, God bless you. God love you. Thank you for your time. We'll be praying for the success of your project, Jelly Bean. Thank you. All right. Praise be to God. That's going to do it. For Catholic Drive Time, uh, for our first hour, if you want to hang out with us in our second hour as we wrap up our share this week, you can do so 9 a.m. Central, 10 Eastern, on our website, grnonline.com forward slash cdt. Otherwise, see you Monday. Atheists have often viewed belief in God as wishful thinking, a projection of an idea because man fears death. But is this a fair claim? The answer is no, and here are some reasons why. First, not everyone accepts God's existence for this reason. There are many who acknowledge his existence on the grounds of reasonable arguments. Second, even if someone does believe in God for this reason, it says nothing whether or not the proposition, God exists, is true. And finally, third, the theist could turn the table and say atheists reject God simply because they're scared of a divine rule maker and don't want to submit. Obviously, this is not evidence that can be used in support of theism. So, is atheism justified because belief in God is wishful thinking? Absolutely not. I'm Carlo Broussard with the ready reason for Catholic Answers, Catholic.com. Hi, this is Walter Crawford with Homeschool Connections, a proud sponsor of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please save the date for this year's The Catholic Homeschool Conference. It's virtual, so you can attend from the comfort of your own home or from an in-person watch party in your local community. It's Friday, June 10th and Saturday, June 11th. Our theme this year is empowering you to homeschool joyfully. May God continue to bless your homeschool journey. More information is available at catholichomeschoolconference.com. Men, it's time. Moral relativism is growing and the soul of our nation is at stake. Nowhere is it more manifestly obvious than with the daily ongoing mass murder of abortion. As leaders, protectors, and providers, we must go first. In facing reality, taking responsibility, repenting for what we've done and haven't done, and resolving to do more. The opportunity is before us on Saturday, June 11th, 
the weekend before Father's Day in Tallahassee, Florida. We'll be gathering at 12 p.m. and embarking on a four-mile march of prayer and sacrifice that will culminate in a 2 p.m. rally at the Florida State Capitol. We welcome all women, children, and families to join us in standing up for the personhood of the preborn at the 2 p.m. rally. We're also hoping Governor Ron DeSantis will join us and assure us that he will lead on life. Join us June 11th in Tallahassee. For more information, go to the Men's March.com. KSHJ Houston. Summer Sharathon. Please call 1-800-476-3311 to make your pledge of support. To help keep Catholic Radio on the air across the Guadalupe Radio Network, make a one-time $1,500 donation or a pledge of $125 per month for a year, and you'll be eligible to win a drawing for a pilgrimage of choice for two people with select international tours. That number again to call is 1-800-476-3311. And good morning, and welcome to day number four, final day of the Summer Sherathon here on the Guadalupe Radio Network with the theme of Eucharistic Revival, and uh, we're glad that you're with us. Twelve more hours to uh, raise funds to keep uh, Catholic Radio on for the next three months. That's how it works, and uh, we're glad you're with us. Uh, good morning. My name is Dave Palmer, and uh, I work in the North Texas office as the Executive Director of KTH 910 AM, Catholic Radio on the GRN, and along with uh, my trusty compatriot, Cecil Anderson, our North Texas assistant. How are you doing, Cecil? Good morning. Uh, good morning, Dave. I am doing very well. I have one cup of coffee in, probably going to have another one in before this hour is over. Have you ever been called a trusty compatriot? <laughs> no, that's a new one. I'm going to add that to my, can I add that to my card? <laughs> a trusty so. compatriot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that came from, but uh, all right, so what we like to do is, uh, you know, Friday's a big day. A lot of people wait till Friday. We tend to have bigger goals, and that's certainly the case. We've got a big challenge, a big matching gift challenge for you this morning. But we always want to start with prayer and uh, before we even give out the phone number. So uh, let's get started. And Cecil, if you have that opening prayer, we I could do, do that. And then we'll uh, pray a, a memorari and uh, some other prayers to, to just kind of give us a little spiritual boost. Uh, boost and then uh, we'll be off and running. All right. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we thank you that you have sustained the Guadalupe Radio Network through the generosity of our listeners. We lift each one of them in prayer to you this day. Dear Jesus, along with the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary, we pray that you will touch, enlighten, and open the eyes of all our hearts so that we will hear your word and hear your teaching. We prayerfully ask your continued blessing upon the Guadalupe Radio Network that we remain steadfast in our media ministry to spread your truth. Jesus, bless our listeners and hear their prayers. You know their hearts, you know their needs. Enrich their lives with your Holy Spirit. Protect them from harm and bring back our lost family members into your fold. Thank you, Jesus, for the daily showering of abundant blessings that you send our way. We are your servants. Guide our hearts, our hands, and our voices that we may give glory to God. We ask all this in your precious name, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you so much. And let's uh, pray the, the memorari to the Blessed, Mom, Blessed Mother 
Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. All right, we've put it in the... Uh, the the hands of our blessed mother and our Lord and I, I just want to start off by saying if you're one of the uh, almost 470 people that have called in already this week and if you're listening and you're still you know praying and promoting that thank you so much there's a lot uh, a lot to say about promoting and, and letting your friends know that you've given and you encourage them to do it as well all right so what is going on this hour Cecil we have <laughs> fantastic <laughs> uh, question Dave <laughs> uh, it's a matching gift hour. Uh, we have a, an anonymous WMET listener uh, who has uh, given uh, $3,700 and says, please pray for the intentions of her family and also a South and Central Texas Fishers of Men dinner donors and uh, for a, a little over $5,000. So the goal this hour, it's all matched, is $8,800. Now that's uh, almost uh, five digits. It's a, it's a big goal, and uh, we know we can do it. But we need your help, okay? We've got to get the calls, and uh, this is where you come in, dear listener. Let's get started quickly. Yes. And uh, here's the phone number, 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Final, final day, first hour, Summer share 2022, Eucharistic Revival is the theme. 1-800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. We have our volunteers in San Antonio today standing by to take your call. And uh, it's always exciting to see who's going to be the first call. 1-800-476-3311. And Dave, we have one person to thank from last night. We had a great hour uh, under the day yesterday. An anonymous donor from San Antonio, 89.7 KJMA listener, uh, donated... Um, and they go to uh, Sacred Heart, and their prayer request was for the Uvalde community. Uh, thank you so much, Anonymous Donor, to help us make that a bell-ringing hour last night. And Dave, you know that we have a couple, uh, an online donation that came through, oh, which is one right? of my favorite things. Oh, I love those. You wake up on uh, the last day, and you <laughs> just have these little presents to open. And so yes. this one's from Rob in Frisco, uh, 9, 10 a.m. listener. This is our friend Rob, yeah, Dave, by the way. Yeah. Uh, he's a great volunteer during our car raffle uh, season. So thank you so much for donating last night. And he donated $200 one time. So so, Dave, we have a donation on the board. Yeah, that is awesome. Uh, yeah, obviously, you know, there's not going to be another day of the, the summer share so you can still donate online. I mean, you can do it anytime, even outside of share and uh, they're very helpful. But uh, as far as helping towards the share itself, I don't know, who knows? Maybe there's some others that came through as well. So, yeah, Rob, Rob is awesome, uh, has uh, for many, many years gone out and done parish talks for us and sold raffle tickets. He brings his, his kids with him, and sometimes they'll, they'll even you know go up there and uh, you know he he, has, he he makes it a family affair uh so thank you rob uh that was doubled because it's a matching gift hour and it's so nice to see that goose egg gone so <laughs> early in the hour six yes. minutes into it uh looks like two people may be on the line right now sometimes uh, the volunteers train right yes. and they, so it may be a little misleading but uh, look oh, at that already we got another uh, online donation day from last night gretchen in cypress texas listens to 14:30 a.m a uh, hundred dollars one time plus the credit card fees so thank you so much gretchen Gretchen, Gretchen, <laughs> for that uh, beautiful donation. So, Dave, <clears throat> with that, we have raised $303. All right, off and running. And again, 8800 is the goal, 8497 still to go. Uh, Henry is taking a call in the, in the San Antonio call center, we think. 
And so, Henry, thank you for giving of your time today. And I know uh, Richard and Mario and Sean and the whole gang there uh, appreciate so much. And I'm sure you're getting fed well. And I'm not sure if it's actual call. He may just be training. I think but, might, uh, that might be a practice Yeah, one. that may be a practice one. Okay, 800-476-3311. So it looks like we haven't had an actual call yet this morning. So how would you like to be uh, first caller of the last day of the Summer Sherathon? Maybe you're thinking, I was going to do it today at some point anyways. Well... Uh, but call in right now and, and let's get us started. And you know what I love is when somebody, I love all the calls. I mean, you know, any donation, any size, but when somebody like does like an archangel in the first 15 minutes, oh, <laughs> it takes, that, that takes a lot of pressure. It takes a lot of pressure off and it's, uh, it's just so nice. So if you're thinking about doing $1,500 or, uh, $125 a month, how about now? You know, <laughs> don't wait till the end of the hour when a lot of other people, you know, kind of pack, it all packs into the last couple minutes. 800 476 3311 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. We had the volunteers here yesterday, Dave. I was telling them, you know, the first 45 minutes of the hour, it's going to probably be a little bit slow. And mm-hmm. then those last 10, 15 minutes is when it's going to go crazy. I said, just that's the way we, that's the way we roll. <laughs> and, I, and I told them, I said, I guess because, you know, we're humans, we're dramatic. We like to wait till the last minute. And they're all like, oh, we would do the same thing if we were calling in. And I was like, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a certain psychology. There it's is. like, let's just see how it's going. I'm sure some other people are going to call in. They, they probably might not need me, you know, this hour. Uh, I, I'll tell you, I, I don't know how the hour is going to turn out. That's what makes these uh, Sherathons so exciting because you just never know. Looks like we uh, might have two calls coming in oh, right now, that, possibly. Oh, is that right? Okay. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Everyone wants to be the first caller on the last day of the Summer <laughs> Sherathon. Uh, 1-800-476-3311. And, uh, Dave, we have a couple of uh, great uh, giving levels that people, maybe the first time they're tuning in this week, want to make sure that they know about. Uh, first off, uh, anyone who donates... The theme this year is Eucharistic Revival, and everyone who donates is going to get this uh, interview you did with Father Sam Medley, and it's an email, it's a downloadable uh, interview that you can get in your email tonight. A lot of people have already gotten it this week, and uh, Father Sam is does a beautiful interview about Eucharist. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, I, I had the chance. Uh, I, I'm honored that I was asked to interview him, first of all. Uh, he came in and led our retreat back in March, uh, the GRN retreat, uh, and um, it, it, he's just very profound. And I think it was at that time that, uh, you know, Toy and the leadership said, you know, first of all, he's going to have a show, and there's a show that we'll tell you more about that's going to be during the 3 o'clock Central yes. Time hour starting Monday. And uh, so I interviewed him, and it was about the theme, like you say, uh, Cecil, uh, Eucharistic Revival. And I, I, we had a little bit of an outline, and I told him, because, you know, you got to tell him kind of the things that we want to talk about. But, uh, boy, we covered a lot of ground from the, the history of the Eucharist and, you know, the script, the Eucharist and the Scripture, the typology, the processions, Eucharistic miracles, his own, you know, thoughts on being a priest and being able to, to have the, be an instrumental cause of confecting the Eucharist. And uh, and it, it's it's great, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I think he actually gets kind of emotional when he, when he talks about it at the end. So it, it, any donation, any size, and uh, looks like so we two people are play, oh, taking us up uh, on oh, that. All right, all right, two calls. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. One eight hundred four seven six three three one one. One eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Dave, this is a very encouraging to have two calls on. Let's get a third call on. One eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Remember, this is a matching gift hour. It's the first. Uh, sorry, the last day. 
Hold on. Let me start over. Yeah. It's early in the morning. <laughs> it is the first hour of the last day. It's a tongue twister. First hour, <laughs> last day. of the summer you share-a-thon. You can also say the second, wait, uh, second share-a-thon of the year. So second, second share-a- share-a-thon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. too much for my little brain well, to well, handle. <laughs> yeah, 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. You know, I get into the, I, we have this joke about penultimate, you know, yes. and so I, I, I always think like uh, the, the second to last hour of the second day of the the second to last shareathon, I mean, I could do, I could go penultimate crazy with it. But there's a there's a background to that. Toy and I were on one time in LA, and uh, you know this story probably. And, and an English teacher called in, and she said, "I'm donating because that guy used the word penultimate <laughs> just because uh, she liked that word." Eight hundred four seven six three three. See the influence you have, dear listener. You call in and say something you liked that we said or didn't. And then we'll you know. say it a hundred more times. <laughs> we never, we'll never <laughs> stop saying it. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. 1-800-476-3311. Let's just show your appreciation for uh, uh, Catholic Radio, for the GRN, for our Lord, our Blessed Mother, the saints, all, all that you've learned listening to Catholic Radio. And uh, I want to say also, Cecil, if, if anybody is able to bump up that uh, their donation to $30 a yes. month or more, or 360 one time or more, uh, we have a appreciation gift that we want to put you in a drawing for. And this is an iPad Air, a stunning 10.9-inch liquid retina display, uh, the M1 chip, neural engine, two cameras, front and back, all-day battery life. Boy, I love that. Five different colors to choose from, and it supports Apple Pencil. It's worth about $600. And this was donated, uh, thankfully, from the National Shrine Grotto of Our Lady of Lords awesome. in Emmitsburg, Maryland. You can visit them at NSG. I'm sorry, nsgrotto.org. Okay, that's their events page. So thank you to them, and I'm sure, sure Joe Schuler is the one that arranged this, so thanks, Joe. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Still sitting on those two calls, yes, right? Yes, we are. Let's get up to caller number three, 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. If anyone is, does that guardian angel level or more, and you put it on your uh, credit debit card or your bank auto draft, basically the way that you don't have to remember to pay every month which is a blessing sometimes for everybody and uh you can uh join our never forget plan uh nfp you know confuses everyone there's two different types of catholic nfp mm-hmm. not yeah. family planning and never forget plan and you will be given this extra little gift of the album amplified by matthias michael who uh it's a seven track album you've been listening to it all week and it's a very upbeat album uh, i love the song amplified that he did and he's a young catholic artist and so uh tuning into it will maybe uh uh, up your uh, energy levels in the morning if you yeah, want to. Yeah, yeah. Not that we need any anything to uh, increase our energy no, level, no. right? Just the Holy Spirit uh, all right. coffee. Uh, first call in came from uh, Abilene, Albany, Abilene, uh, 91.7 FM listener, KQOS, Stephen in Baird, Texas, and he worships at St. Joachim and Anne. Ooh, that's a cool uh, I love name. that. My wife was born on uh, their, well, just St. Anne's uh, feast day, July 26th. Uh, he converted in 2015. His whole <gasps> oh. family, because of Catholic Radio. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, Josh has got to call well, him. Welcome home. <laughs> uh, whenever you see something like that, I want to know the whole story. I want to, I want to you know, sit down and somebody do like an hour-long interview with Stephen, if you, he'd like to. Uh, he said, please pray for his son's migraines. Oh, and awesome. so... Uh, thank you very much for the $25 a month donation, Stephen. Uh, 1-800-476-3311. That brings us down to needing $8,197. Two people on the line. 
And uh, we need more. 800-476-3311. Maybe that Archangel donor is out there. We haven't really officially told you what an Archangel is, so maybe that'd be the next thing. But, uh, uh, yeah, just uh, just want to reiterate, the iPad Air drawing will be done probably tomorrow or Monday. But you'll if you get a call from your local GM, uh, you know, that that means you, you probably won <laughs> if you made that 30-month donation. Speaking of drawings, Dave, I actually have the Apostolic Bowl of Divine Providence from yesterday's drawing okay. right here in front of me if you want to do that now. Very good, very good. I, I was able to call the winner uh, of the <gasps> Lenovo exciting. Chromebook yesterday, which is really cool. Uh, so, all right. All right, I have my bowl here, and this is for the Apple Watch Series yes. 7 Apple Watch. Okay. Uh, so these are the people who donated yesterday at the Guardian Angel level, so you can kind of hear my paper yeah, sound. She's looking away. Looking uh, away. She's looking to the right. Left hand in the bowl, grabs it. And uh, I I've it. always wanted to be a play-by-play guy. Okay. Uh, okay. And by the way, third caller just jumped on, 800-476-3311. The winner is? Lisa from Dallas. Dave, you oh, get to call somebody else today. You know, Lisa Lisa was a, a, a big yeah, uh, was. archangel donor. She and she does. She, okay. All right. Very good. Thank so. you so much, Lisa. All right. Lisa, um, thank you very much. I remember she was from Christ the King Parish. Yes. And, that's uh, right. One of the first couple hours yesterday. I remember that. Yeah. And regularly calls in. Actually, so, I think I took her call. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you know that, that sounded familiar for some reason. I was like, huh? Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, you know I um I I, I took one call yesterday. Oh my gosh! Yeah. This this is uh, God is so good. You know it's and I and I just wanted to say this because I think it means a lot to uh, everybody, especially those in West Texas. Uh, you know I. One call, you know, and I sat down. We had the call center. It was very busy, and uh, for much of the day, we had a lot of volunteers here, and so I, it wasn't necessary. But I, I took one call, and it was the daughter of the late general manager, Armando Sanchez, from our West Texas station. And I couldn't believe it. I didn't know until about 75% into the call, because she had a different last name. And then she said she was dedicating this in honor of her father, uh, Armando Sanchez. And I said, Armando Sanchez, you know, like the the, the Armando? Armando, and yeah, and she started saying just, and, and I think this is important to say because uh, she just said, uh, and, and anybody who knew Armando, he was just larger than life. The guy was just filled with energy and love for our Lord. He loved God, and you know, Sammy and Toya got to know him a whole lot better than than I did. But I met him on two occasions, and the guy just ex- exuded love. And he and she and his daughter Devin was saying, please, everybody who knew Armando, donate in his honor because even beyond, you know, past the grave, I mean, he's passed on now uh, to, to his everlasting reward, but he, he, he still wants to uh, encourage people to, to call in and donate. And so if you knew Armando, uh, to know him is to love him, and he's just a good man, uh, just, you know, uh, mm-hmm. to take that to heart because his daughter really wanted people to... And uh, what and, a God uh, thing, Dave, that you yeah. were, that was the only call the you took yesterday. Took, and everyone yeah. else was on the phone, and you got that one. You're the only person who got to meet him in person. Yeah, from this office. From this office. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah that, that's true. Amazing. Um, oh, we got our another <coughs> donation. Right, it's in, good. Dave. James and Brenda from Fort Worth, Texas in our neck of the woods. 9, 10 a.m. listener. $30 one time. Thank you so much for the generous donation. And they go to St. Mark's in Denton. Uh, thank you so much, James and Brenda, for that donation. We've now raised, Dave. Oh, no, sorry. Another donation has come in. Uh, anonymous in Pensacola, Florida. Um, 
donated $300 one time, so we are now below $8,000, uh, so we're at uh, 7867 to go. We've raised $933, uh, but I think, I, I, don't, I think, don't think we have anyone on the phone right now. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah, I don't think anybody's on right now. Anonymous, Pensacola, Florida, what an awesome, awesome uh, city that is. Uh, I know David is the, the GM out there, and uh, it's, I, I, just, I love Florida. I, I just, <laughs> every time I see somebody calling in from Florida, I feel like I'm on vacation. 800-476-3311, Okay, it's uh, we're off to a good start. I mean, you'd say, gosh, you've not, not even raised a thousand dollars yet, but the first fifteen twenty minutes tend to be really, really, really challenging, and sometimes it takes this long to get your first call. And so, thank you, thank you for calling in. Uh, let's keep it going. Uh, how, how about somebody doing something really big? Uh, an archangel donation? Maybe uh, somebody want to shock us with a seraphim donation, like uh, it happened yesterday. Oh, that'd be uh, amazing. That one was out of Ohio. The person who lived rem- in Ohio. Yes, that was so cool. <laughs> yeah, 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Let me tell you a little bit more about the Archangel level donation. Uh, we have worked closely with a group called Select International Tours. And they really do it well. I know that firsthand because I went on one of their tours back in 2019 to the Danube uh, Riverboat Cruise. And basically what it is is if you are able to give $1,500 one time, 125 a month or more, you're going to be put into a, a, a small drawing. I don't know exactly how many. Um, we could tell you how many are in the, the drawing from call-ins during the Sherathon so far. But uh, I, 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 I kind of think it's probably going to be a fewer than 100. Uh, but I don't know, 100, 120, I'm not sure. It's a pretty good chance. But, uh, so if you win and your GM calls you and says, guess what? You won the pilgrimage. Well, then you've got a year to decide where you and a guest are going to go. Uh, anywhere, any Catholic pilgrimage that Select International Tours goes to, France, Fatima, uh, Fatima Lord, Spain, Italy, Ireland, Greece, Canada, Danube Riverboat Cruise, uh, Footsteps of St. Paul in Greece, uh, Shrines of France, and how, how incredible that that would be. So please prayerfully consider that and uh, consider it really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> consider it in the next 40 minutes, but really in the next 10 minutes. Because, yeah. um, you know, Dave, I think we're going to need a few of those Archangel donations to be able to hit this goal. Uh, 1-800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Dave, where would you choose if you want a pilgrimage? Yeah, and, and I'm thinking about the fact that you're uh, about a week away from getting on a plane and, yes, and heading out to uh, Europe, and you can tell more about that in a second. Not so much a pilgrimage, but uh, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some Oh, we're definitely going to be visiting some, some, some holy, Catholic holy sites. sites yes. uh, so maybe you can mention that just to get people get that international excitement uh, going. 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Uh, 21 minutes after the hour now. Uh, This is a matching gift hour, and uh, we have... Uh, you know, you know, we've hit the the first hour every uh, day so far. You know, and that's not to say it wasn't hard at times; it was challenging. But uh, we really want to start things off well. Uh, you know, we we used to always say Friday takes care of itself. You know, Friday is the day the the procrastinators get to come together. <laughs> if you've been listening all week and thinking, okay, at some point I'm going to donate. At some point I'm going to donate. Uh, please do it now, uh, and um, we would love to get your call. Eight hundred. 476-3311. All right. The first of the pilgrimages has Woo! come in. And I say first because it's going to take a, a whole lot more uh, for us to, to get. So anonymous North Texas listener of KTH 910 AM. 
them $1,500. Okay, so that means a couple of things. That person is in the drawing yes. uh, for the pilgrimage, and also... They get uh, a fascinating fact. It's <laughs> the least important of all, but yeah, they do. Uh, and also, hopefully that will motivate some other folks to, uh, to, to call in and say, you know what, okay, uh, Anonymous in Texas did it, I'm going to do it also, because we're going to need a lot of them. 800-476-3311, This is a matching gift hour. We have $8,800 to match, and so far we've raised... Uh, 2433 and we have 6367 to go so we're doing pretty well but the hour is quickly ticking by so we need your call right now there's no one on the line right now so we need a bunch of people to jump on we need the archangels we need some guardian angels we need all donations of any size we just need calls honestly what, <laughs> that, that was just gonna get a call 1-800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 and uh, this is a matching gift thanks to oh, one person jumped on by the way. All right, very good. Um, thanks to uh, an anonymous WMET listener for the intentions of her family, and also uh, some more from the people who donated generously at the South and Central Texas Fishers of Men dinner. Uh, so we want to be able to match all of this uh, money in the next. 37 minutes, 1-800-476-3311. Our volunteer in San Antonio, Irene, is taking a call, uh, but there's lots of other volunteers standing by to take yours. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. We are on the air to raise funds for to keep Catholic Radio on the air across the Guadalupe Radio Network. And if you're hearing us right now, this is your station. We are funded by you. It's because of you that we're able to continue having great programming every single day, and we are touching lives. I mean, Dave, yesterday I took quite a few phone calls throughout the day, and uh, I talked to a lady who is Episcopalian. And she said, I am really close to becoming Catholic. And she was uh, talking to me, and she's like, I, I, thanks to the GRN and the Rosary. <clears throat> oh, wow. And I was like, Wow, this is beautiful. I was like, hey, reach out to us anytime. And she I bet you our- she learned about the rosary from GRN. Absolutely. Yeah, and <laughs> so. she was just like, she was just going on and on. And I was like, the more she talked, I was like, you're basically Catholic. You just need to come into the church and so make it official. Uh, yeah. uh, but that's happening all the time. And it's coming people who are not even Christian, who are having complete turnaround of their lives. And it's so beautiful that uh, the Guadalupe Radio Network is, you know, an instrument in their faith journey. So call in right now to help us make sure that we always have it on the air so that we can touch all those lives. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Still got just one person on the line. We need some more people to jump on. Dave and I have been on a mission to get up to... Ten calls. We've gotten up to six. But let's get up to that second caller. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. All right. 1-800-476-3311. And here is your fascinating fact. Now, now, be careful here, Soso, because I don't want to get you in, in trouble. Uh, the, uh, oh, okay, dear. So, <laughs> when you say uh, that, I don't know that, what to that, I know. That's kind of a strange way. <laughs> okay. Fascinating fact for the uh, anonymous in, in North Texas that gave the, uh, the, the first archangel of this hour, the first of this day. In 2005, Australia banned a particular word. From being said. <laughs> I see what you mean to be careful. Uh, yeah, I, I know. Um, be, be careful. Okay. It's, it's not a curse word. Let's okay. just say that. So, to, yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's really interesting. Okay. Yeah, they, they banned a word. I, and uh, and I, I don't know quite. I wish it would be they, something they, really they, common. They, they overturned for... the ban within 24 hours. But for, for one day. A word was banned. Uh, it, it was, uh, it, it was so actually, was the, do I get it, was actually the it was the staff of parliament that was banned from saying it. It was not 
it wasn't just like the general public. It I want it to be something really common, like you weren't allowed to say. It's something very, very stereotypical for Australians to say. A word that's very Vegemite. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, ooh, like, hello. Mate. Yeah. You weren't allowed to say mate. You could not say the word mate. Why? And then Prime Minister John Howard uh, objected. Claim, uh, and he overturned it within 24 hours. I, I don't know. Maybe they thought it was too stereotypical, or people They're like we're yeah. tired of everyone uh, stereotyping every, Australians. As uh, clearly, I immediately yeah, was like, mate. Yeah, like like when uh, we we had our we were going to have a son. I wanted it to nickname him Paddy, P A D D Y. And my wife, who's Irish, was like, no, because <laughs> in Ireland, that's, <laughs> that's that, yeah, overdone. it's not as cute as over here to Got call it. a boy Paddy. You know, she's like, nope, sorry, <laughs> and we're not calling him Paddy. Eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven Six thirty-three eleven. All right, uh, let's get real serious here because we are now uh, twenty-six minutes into this hour. We've raised uh, close to twenty-five hundred dollars and uh, six thousand three hundred ninety-seven to go. Uh, we need a lot of calls. Okay, that is just the bottom line, honest truth. We've got to get everybody calling who's listening right now who hasn't donated yet. Let's get to that elusive ten calls <laughs> that we never seem to be able to get to. Uh, We've tried, you know, you and I have tried, you know, Toy and I have tried, um, Sammy and Josh got, got real up to close. Eight, eight or nine? Sammy and Josh got to eight, yes. uh, uh, I think, uh, Wednesday, and uh, that was the best that uh, we've been able to do. It's hard to kind of determine exactly how this happens, but I'll tell you how it happens is that like right now, just one person saying, you know what, I've been waiting all week, I'm calling right now. And then we get excited because we see one of our volunteers taking a call, and be, before you know it, another, another, another. So can you please pick up the phone? Call 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. And uh, let's just see, you know, are you out there? Are you, li- are you loving what you're listening to? Do you appreciate uh, the mass that would be starting here in, uh, in about three minutes to be able to listen and, and participate at least audibly in the mass every day? Uh, call us up and uh, please help us out to hit this goal to start off Friday in a very good uh, way. 800 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Still just one person on the line. We're waiting for that second caller to jump on and just say, hey, I want to be part of a uh, possible, uh, or is there a second call, Dave? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. I, <laughs> it, it looked like a second call came uh, on. Yeah, it's, uh, it's worth st- stopping a sentence. Oh, absolutely. That, uh, it looks like it. We'll, we'll that happens see. all the time. We'll oh, I think, Dave, oh, there might oh, be three, three people. Calls. <gasps> Whoa, all okay, right, come, come on, everybody. Guys, let's do this push now. Let's get up to 10. <laughs> 1-800-476-3311. I bet there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I want to be part of that 10 call, but I, I want to make sure other people are calling yeah, in, too. Right, right. Just do it all. Oh, four, Dave. No, three. Three. Okay, we got three. Three uh, 800-476-3311. The closest thing I can relate it to, because Toya famously says, uh, dear listener, you control our emotions. Uh, I, I, used to be a, I used to be a mobile DJ, right? Oh, well, forget that story. I'll tell you when I come back, okay? <laughs> Dave used to be a mobile DJ? What does that have to do with Sheraton? Stand by well, I'll for tell you. a lot of All right, things. quick break. Uh, let's get to 10 calls. Uh, thank you, everybody who's on the line right now. 800-476-3311. We'll be back. We'll be back with more of the 2022 Eucharistic Revival Summer Sherathon on the Guadalupe Radio Network right after this.
Welcome back to the 2022 Guadalupe Radio Network Eucharistic Revival Summer share Please call 1-800-476-3311 to make a pledge of support to help keep your Catholic radio station on the air. That's 1-800-476-3311. All right, we are now in the second half of this first hour of the fourth and final day of the Summer share Eucharistic Revival is a theme, and uh, Dave Palmer, Sissel, Anderson uh, with you. A lot of information I just gave you, but <laughs> here's the phone number, 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. This is a matching gift hour, $8,800, thanks to an anonymous WMET listener uh, who asked that we pray for her family and also generous donors at the recent South and Central Texas Fishers of Men dinner. $8,800 of that, uh, $3,965 has been raised, so almost $4,000. We still have 4835 to raise. If we do that, we ring the bell, we move into hour two successfully, and uh, we're that much closer to funding all the GRN stations for the next three months. Okay, that's what's on the line. And uh, and again, 800-476-3311. So, so we got a, a nice little uh, gift, a nice yes, little surprise that came through, didn't we? We did. Giovanni in Spring, Texas, listens to 1430 AM, uh, where Tim Mott is the manager out there, general manager out there, gave out the pilgrimage level, $125 a month, plus the credit card fee, which is something we're really grateful for, and goes to St. Simon in the Woodlands. And he says how Catholic Radio has changed his life. The program has helped me so uh, put so many things together. I was a cradle Catholic, but was never able to put things together in my mind. It's a great resource to learn so much more. And I totally understand what you're saying, Giovanni. Sometimes you're like, I don't understand this teaching. I don't fully get it. And then you just hear someone else explain it because we have mm-hmm. great apologists on uh, Catholic Radio and uh, does put everything together. Yeah, and you know the timing has to be such that uh, you've got to be ready to hear it. Yeah, uh, that's I, so I was true. thinking, you know, I, I went to Catholic school in, in high school and I, I know I had some good teachers uh, and and I don't, but it, a lot of it didn't click, uh, you know, it, because I I just wasn't at the maturity level to to really be ready to receive it. But man, when you when you're ready and the and the the message comes across the radio and it hits you, I told you about Jill, the lady who actually pulled over on the freeway to, to teach. She was crying, tears of joy, and and also kind of being a little afraid. Anyways, eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Here's Daniel in Richardson, uh, Texas, St. Paul Parish. Uh, pray for the nine Supreme Court justices to overturn mm. Roe v. Wade. And I hear that could be coming Monday. It could be coming Monday, yes. Yeah, very true. We had the, uh, Geraldine Kaminsky, who's the, 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 the grand poobah of the Catholic pro-life community here yesterday volunteering. And she, and she said, she didn't say that's a guarantee, but she said it, it might be Monday. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, it might be Monday, and we might be able to do a show on it right after that for our local program. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Looks like we have three people on. Dave, I think during that break, we got up to four people, oh, wow. which is really awesome. So I'm, I'm hopeful, Dave, that we can get up to that 10 calls uh, by the end of this hour. We have Deacon John taking a call. It's really cool that they have a deacon in taking uh, phone calls. And Trisha is also taking a call. Uh, I think a couple of those just dropped off. So we'll, Oh, yep, there they are. We have a few people to thank. We have Maria in Garland, Texas, uh, in our neck of the woods. 9, 10 a.m. listeners did a, a listener gave $25 a month plus the credit card fee. Goes to St. Paul the Apostle in Richardson, Texas. And uh, Catholic Radio has changed your life by learning something almost every day. And 
and she asked uh, prayers, or, or actually, no, her comment was encourage all St. Paul parishioners to pledge. I love when people call out their parish. Yeah, and you know, uh, Father John Sokowski is the, the pastor there, and mm-hmm. we've done some interviews with them. That's actually the, the second donation in a row from that parish. It is. Because uh, we had another one just a moment ago. They have this cool classical Catholic academy, and I, I yes. that over there where they're, you know, it's, it's a, it's, I think it may be the only one in the Diocese of Dallas, but it may be replicated in other parts of the country, but uh, they're, 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 they're really focusing on the classics, and they're, uh, and I, I think I love what they're doing. We've done some interviews with them. Uh, here's an online donation from Tori in uh, Dallas, uh, donated $100 plus credit card charges. Tori, thank you very much. Let's keep the, the phone lines buzzing. We're exactly halfway through the, the, the matching gift total. Uh, we're trying to raise $8,800. I say exactly. We're, we're within $100. Forty-three twenty-three to go. Two people on the line. Uh, please, if you're listening now, call and help us this hour, okay? The next hour will take care of itself, and uh, but we need you this hour. 800-476-3311. Uh, that pilgrimage, we've had two pilgrimages so far, one from North Texas and one from Houston, and uh, which reminds me, I owe somebody a fascinating fact. 800-476-3311. Let's, let's see if we can get up to those 10 calls. Did you mention the online donation, Dave? I, I, oh. I, uh, well, one of them I did, but uh, not, not but Kiet. No, that one we oh, haven't. Okay, yeah. okay. We've uh, had several this there hour. There it is. I was like, okay. A $100 one-time uh, gift plus the uh, $50, I think that was the credit card fee, uh, Kiet in Manville, Texas. I'm not exactly sure where Manville is. Yeah. I'm not great with geography in general, but there are some uh, Texas, there's a lot of Texas cities. Let's put it that way. Uh, so, are they in the, oh, it's in the Houston area. Okay, I could just read my, you know, look at my computer. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Thank you so much, Kiet, for that donation. And uh, yeah, we are over halfway now, Dave, which is very exciting. Uh, they, we have uh, 4222 to go and uh, but only 22 minutes to do it and I know that's very doable but we do need some people to jump on the phone right now and I think at least two or three more of those uh, Archangel donations Dave would really guarantee that we're going to hit this we have two people on the line right now 1-800-476-3311 this is the last hour Dave you and I are going to be on together mm-hmm. uh, so I, I have this goal if we get that 10 call and I think we can do it we've gotten up we've gotten up there um, but we need some people to jump on the line right now 1-800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 and just like that one of those calls dropped it we can thank martha from vienna virginia listens to 1160 a.m wmet in the washington dc area uh gave 255 dollars and 36 cents one time goes to saint mark's and uh catholic radio's change of life and it's amazing always have it on while driving i, I love awesome. this comment this, oh, is, yeah. this is so so great go ahead for toya and dave just love of those two, Toya in particular. <laughs> That's the best part of that comment right there. <laughs> yes, Toya is amazing. She's, yeah, she's like, Toya and Dave, Toya in particular. But <laughs> uh, Yes, it, and Toya and Dave are a lot of fun to listen to, so I 100% agree with you, Martha. They're, I love when I get to run the board during their hours. We've had, I mean, Toya and I have been doing, doing the for a long time. For a long time. I, I, I joined uh, the GRN in uh, 2006, I believe it was, a uh, long time ago, and uh, we started doing sure-thons. Back then, we called them radio-thons, and there's just so so many fun moments, funny moments. Lots of funny moments. I mean, it's literally, like, you laugh, you cry, you, 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 I mean, it's just, it, it, you're, you're amazed at the generosity of so many mm-hmm. people, and it, it really is, I, I'm heartened in doing these, and I bet everybody that, that's on the air would say the same thing, because, uh, you know, no, nobody has to get you know the the radio is free. Yeah, you know you any anybody can tune in and and nobody knows that you're listening and not giving. 
and uh, and and you have that right to do that. But when people voluntarily call in uh, sacrificial gifts, it's really touching to me, and, and it, it actually builds my faith because it makes me realize people really, really take the, this faith seriously. Absolutely, they really want to learn, and they care for the next person who's going to tune in as well. Eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. We're below four thousand dollars to raise. Nineteen minutes is all we have, so we really need some participation right now. Uh, can you help uh, with this goal? Uh, like, like Cecil said, uh, you know, two, three people doing the Archangel donations, uh, that's going to get us to, to where we need to, to, to be. 800-476-3311. How about a Fatima donation? $1,917. Oh, yes. Christine and Alan. I'll tell you, I'll never forget you if you do a Fatima donation. Uh, in fact, I'm going I'm to call. Uh, be warned, Christine, if you're listening. I'm going to call you uh, next week and, and just thank you in, in, you know, in, in quote, person on the phone uh, for, for that. Uh, we call we call. Uh, um, we, we try to call everybody uh, who who donates, and we just we thank you. We're, we're very grateful. Eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. All right, just one person on right now. That's not going to do it. Uh, but um, can, can can you do just something? Just help us chip away. Just seeing your call on the line is so so very encouraging. It is one eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. We have three thousand nine hundred sixty five dollars to go in this matching gift hour. 18 minutes to do it and I don't think we can stress the importance of hitting the first hour of the day uh, well enough because especially on this last day it's a Friday a lot of people wait to this day to do make the donation and uh, we want to make sure we start the day really strong it really helps motivation and just the momentum to get through the day 1-800-476-3311 still just one person on the line we're waiting for our second caller to jump on and uh, we can knock this out of the park, hopefully, 1-800-476-3311. And uh, the extra icing on the cake would be if we got up to 10 calls. Yeah, that, that would be awful nice. And uh, like you said, so, so if it's going to be while you're on the air, it's got to happen in the next 18 minutes. I, I always think, uh, you know, I, I guess I, I think very practically, and uh, uh, we're, this is drive time. This is, uh, you know, potential listening audience of 25 million people. You take, uh, I, I know here where, where we live in North Texas, uh, I, I think there's close to 7, 8 million people yes. that live here. Every single one of those people can tune in to just the, the terrestrial station, 9, 10 a.m. Think about San Antonio with that big 100,000 watt KJMA 89.7 FM and 1430 a.m. in Houston, Galveston, D.C. Uh, we, there there's a lot of people listening right now, and imagine getting 10 of you to call real quickly together, doing any donation, any size. I mean, that's that, so that, cool. That's so doable. Uh, but it's it takes, so exciting to yeah. see everyone come together. Oh, Dave, oh, look, look, the, 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 look, wasn't it the deacon taking the call from the priest? I Possibly. Or, or was, no, no, I'm not is, sure if that's how it This is an online donation, actually. Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, but yes, we have an online donation from Father Kevin from Arlington, Virginia, so in the WMET listening area. I, I hope Joseph probably can maybe tell us who Father Kevin is. Is, but he gave it the guardian angel level plus those credit card fees, so $307.80 one time. Thank you so much, Father. I mean, that's Dave, that's, yeah, that's going, a big donation. That's going yeah. above and beyond. You know, a lot. we have a lot of supportive, amazing priests who tell their parishioners like um, uh, uh, about Catholic Radio, and they love having Catholic Radio as a resource, but Father Kevin just went above and beyond here by making a donation himself as yeah. well. Yeah, and I you know in the first couple months of the year, we go out to a lot of parishes and, 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 and encourage people to buy car raffle tickets, and, uh, you know, some priests, just the fact that they allow us to come out, that's all, I, that, that I'm so grateful for that. 
there are some priests, like after we give our little pitch and, hey, we're selling car raffle tickets, some priests will then say, please, everybody, please support the yeah, GRM. And they'll add their own or they'll make a comment about the car. And it's, uh, it, it's so above and beyond, you know, what we expect or, or, or really, in, 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 in just, uh, we, we love, we love our priests. Okay. 800-476-3311. Is there one on now? Yes. Patricia's taking a call. It might be her All first right. call of the morning. So that's very exciting. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. I don't know if every single volunteer in San Antonio has taken a call yet or not, because they have a lot of the, them down there, and uh, Sean, Richard, and Mario do a great job of taking care of them. 1-800-476-3311. I think, uh, I think we've got uh, two or three calls on <gasps> yeah, right do. now. Yeah, we You're it's right. Henry just to, popped on. Uh, yeah, so Henry's taking a call. Patricia is. Uh, uh, God bless. I don't know these these folks uh, like, you know, Sean uh, and uh, Richard and Mario would know them, but uh, the fact that the, what they're doing, coming in early in the morning, staying probably six hours, answering calls. Thank you so much for doing that. Uh, it's it's really so helpful to us. 800-476-3311. Okay, let's get those, <laughs> let's get those 10 calls. 800-476-3311. I think we have, uh, let's see, we, it says we have three. I only see two names popping up there right now, but this is encouraging. Uh, but I'll tell you, we're so close to getting that fourth and fifth caller and uh, in I just, I'll just warn you, if we get up to five or six, I can't speak for Sissel, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fly through the roof get, with excitement. Oh, I'll get uh, my camera ready. Because <laughs> we got to catch that. Man flies through the roof during a marathon. During marathon. Yeah, yeah, that may be news. <laughs> a new viral video. Okay, so $3,594. You know, one person doing an arcane show right now, we're down to needing just $2,000. Yes. Okay, so we're so close. 800-476-3311. Uh, you know, I was listening to Kathy Drive time of the way in this morning and joe had a, a great uh, i guess a, kind of a monologue uh, you know talking about just the he's talking about architecture and just how like in the middle ages the the architecture was so grandeur and so majestic and so beautiful and uh it, it all inspiring and i you know the theme of this shirathon is the eucharistic revival and uh, I, I just hope that by listening to catholic radio you regain or you, you're encouraged to just have that natural awe of the eucharist and way it, it, it's it's god it's Jesus. I mean, it's, and sometimes we can get busy and distracted, and we just, but if you listen to this talk with Father Sam Medley, hopefully that will kind of reinforce what you already believe, but maybe you just need to hear it from a different perspective from Father Sam Medley. 800-476-3311. Every donation, any, every, every, any size gets that in their inbox Ooh, three tonight. Oh, three Okay, we got it. So, so, Cecil, well, how is it looking right now? We got three people on, which means that we are seven away from ten calls. <laughs> Whoa! That's way I'm possible. That's a, spin that's that a I quick, have. quick math there. Ah, yeah. Dave, I've been, I've been practicing. <laughs> Just for shareathons. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. It's really funny. Uh, I have not been a big math, math person. I'm more of an arts person. Uh, but during shareathons. I'll crunch the numbers. That's right. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. We just have 12 minutes left in the hour. I don't know how this happens. I swear I like blink and it goes to 12 minutes left in the hour. <laughs> like 12, 10 minutes. And these are the last few minutes and they're quite crazy. Oh, four I think we've on. got four on now. Awesome. Uh, 800-476-3311. Four calls means we're one away from five. How about, how about that, man? I like all the positive spins uh, yeah. pronounced. Not my, that we my, don't my, have five, but we're I'm close. the son of a, of a of a CPA, my my late father was a CPA. Wow, so those, those those genius, you know, math uh, uh, equations like the, the right after four comes five. Uh, thanks, Dad. Eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six three three one one.
one. Uh, okay, I think down to three now. But uh, okay, Steve in San Antonio has donated fifty dollars one time oh, thank you, uh, Steve. from St. Mark the uh, Evangelist Parish, and uh, he said he prays for reconciliation. So I'm not sure exactly what that means, but Steve, thank you. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Just uh, three people on the line now, and uh, boy, I tell you, we need. Uh, can, can two people? Do the archangels. Okay, I think that's going to be enough to, to, to get us. I so agree. get us there. Two people right now deciding, all right, they, they've broken down my resistance. I'm going to call in. I'm going to do $1,500 one time or uh, $125 a month. You may want to bump it up to 1531 in honor of Our Lady Guadalupe or yes. 1917, Our Lady of Fatima. It's your call. Uh, literally, uh, and so please, please call and uh, help us out uh, and and hit this goal. Eleven minutes is all we have. One eight hundred four seven six three three one one. One eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. A lot of the calls have dropped off, uh, but some other ones I think are coming on. Uh, so pick up the phone right now and join them. And let's get up to uh, the ten calls, Dave. I think we have two deacons in San Antonio. Do you see Deacon Todd oh, now yeah. popping up on the Boy, screen? That's like a really deacon cool. Reunion. Yeah. That's awesome. One eight hundred four seven six three three one one. One eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Two people on the line. We're trying to get up to three to four to five, skip a few, and ten. 1-800-476-3311. roughly left to raise. We do need a couple of those archangels that'll really help us. But we also need the guardian angel level. We need the $100. We need whatever you can do right now. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. We are in the t- final ten minutes, Dave. 1-800-476-3311. trying to make sure. I'm like, I know I'm about to get really excited, so I'm yeah. going to calm down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you, you know, the when, when I, I say, you know, uh, we, we know you're out there, and uh, everybody thinks that's funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, there was a time at the end of a, of a share where the very last hour, we were, I think, like 130 calls away from getting to 1,000. And we, oh, just, yeah. we just said, hey, let's do this. Let's get, a, let's get, let's get to 1,000. And you came through, and I don't know how many of you were listening at that time, but uh, it was incredible. The calls were just flying in, and and uh, so I, I know that you know with the proper motivation, uh, you know the the folks who are listening will call in, and I, I just want to tell tell you that you know we we would love to get a thousand calls every shareathon. Right now, well, we have not yet hit five hundred. We're, yeah. we're at uh, four seventy seven, and so uh, we've we, I, I think we're basically on track money wise, but it's taken some you know really big. Some heavy lifting. So, uh, your twenty-five dollar one time or your hundred dollar one time. Don't ever think that that's you know all that, that you know that, that's not going to do much. It does a lot. You know, our dear friend uh, James Allen has donated five dollars, and when he does that, we thank him. We're grateful. Uh, but right now, you know, we just take this hour by hour. We're down to nine minutes. Two people on the line. Three thousand five hundred and forty-three dollars to go, and uh, we need uh, a lot more calls to hit this. Bottom line. Eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six three three one one. How are we going to piece this all together? One eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Still, just those two calls on the line. We're waiting for our third caller to jump on right now. I don't think with those two calls, unless they're both Fatima donations, yeah. Dave, that we're going to hit this goal. We still have thirty five forty three left to raise in this hour and eight minutes to do it. So we really need people to jump on the line right now. If you've been considering that Archangel donation or a Fatima donation. That's a $1,500 donation or the uh, $1,917. If you can do that, this is the hour we really need you. 
1-800-476-3311. And the more people that jump on the line, Dave, it encourages other people to jump on the line being like, yeah, I think we can do this. 1-800-476-3311. I'm just like aggressively refreshing my page here, Dave, to see if we got our third caller. <laughs> just waiting to see if uh, the third one is coming through. Let me see. Still two people on the line. 800-476-3311. Deacon Todd, thank you. Patricia, thank you for, for being at the call center in San Antonio as well. Uh, we're down to, to, to needing $3,543. And if your personality type is to wait until the last few minutes of the hour, kind of, okay, the third person jumped on now. Three calls, 800-476-3311. You know, this is, uh, don't forget, a matching gift hour. Thanks to uh, a very uh, kind and generous WMET 1160 AM listener in Washington, D.C. Uh, Please pray for her family. And also, a lot of folks came out to the South and Central Texas Fishers of Men Dinner in San Antonio. And uh, through their generosity, we're able to say, you know what? Um, you know, we're going to try to match what they gave during that event. 800-476-3311. Okay, five people on, Okay, well, um, oh. yeah, okay, so five, five people, 1-800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Are there five calls on right now? Okay, uh, there's four at least, calls, at least four. four. Okay, okay let's get to the fifth caller. Encouraging. Come on, 1-800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Dave, I, I, I feel like every hour that we do this, we're trying to get up to ten calls, we have this, like, plateau that happens. I know it just happened yeah. again because one of those calls cleared, and we have to thank Anonymous and Coleman Alabama, right. 88.3, uh, and gave 151 time. Thank you so awesome. much, Anonymous. And your uh, the parish home is uh, Sacred Heart, and uh, Catholic Radio has changed your life, and it's great information and company. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it is like a community when you listen to Catholic Radio. You know, you get to hear from other people calling in. You hear a little about their life. It's really awesome. And uh, they said, uh, in honor of the Blessed Trinity. Awesome. Thank All you right, so much um, for that beautiful donation. Dave, I think we're back up to four again, which is great, but we have not made it past four. This hour I has know, been I know. Four. So uh, some, somebody want to be merciful and kind <laughs> and generous and say, okay, I'm going to be that fifth caller. I know you, I tell you about my, my friend Scott who's uh, who's wants to always be caller number four. Uh, I, I want to be... Can I you be caller uh, number five Yeah, today? I want to see the person. Yes, yeah, step it up, Scott. Be caller number listening. five. But Scott, Scott's already called in several times. He has. This so generous. Uh, 800-476-3311. Come on, 2967. To go and one eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Let's hear from you if you're listening. Uh, you know if you're if you've you've just been a listener and you have not been a donor. Uh, you know, tell us, hey, I'm a first time donor, and you don't even have to tell us. Maybe it's been a month. Maybe it's been you know fifteen years that you've been listening. Uh, it's okay. You know, uh, here's uh, nine ten a.m. listener uh, anonymous has donated um, an anonymous amount. I'm not sure uh, from Saint. Catherine of Siena Parish, pray in thanksgiving for my husband's health. All right. And so, uh, Chattaton, Texas. I'm not sure where I that is. It's in North Texas. I've That's never heard awesome. of it. 800-476-3311. Come on, let's hear from you. Four minutes is all we have. And we're down uh, to three calls again, Dave. Uh, okay, down to three calls. $2,865. $2,865. 
and um, and uh, let's let's uh, Deacon John Javier um, uh, 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 Sammy taking calls and uh, what is this all gonna amount to? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Only the good Lord knows because he's outside of time. Uh, here's uh, Amy in uh, Katy, Texas. Online donation of fifty dollars one time. Thank you, Amy. And um, okay, it's starting to get really really interesting here with uh, literally uh, four minutes to go. Four minutes to go. And uh, we have uh, uh, like four people on the line, it looks like. Let's just see how this uh, all turns out. <laughs> stay, stay, stay tuned. It's very exciting. Every time someone pops on the phone, we get really excited, but we're not entirely sure what those donations are. I know, I know. So it's uh, you never know. Um, 1-800-476-3311 and uh, $2,813 to go. And we have uh, three minutes to go. Tom and oh. Karen, Frisco, Texas, oh. $1,000. Okay, you. Boy, that helped uh, a little just bit, Just a little didn't bit, it? yeah. Uh, okay, Tom hey, and Karen. Hey, Dave, uh, a yeah. fatima donation would take up uh, the rest of it. Oh yeah, eighteen hundred thousand. I thought you were saying one came in. Oh, uh, sorry. Okay, all right. So, uh, okay, eighteen hundred thirteen. Oh, this is so so doable. We are we are within three minutes of hitting this goal. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, three minutes of hitting the top of the hour. Eighteen thirteen. Ah. Uh, do you want to be part of this? Call up, and uh, we've had eighteen calls so far this hour. That's not too bad. Uh, but it's it's all in your hands now, dear listeners. Uh, are we going to do this? Uh, two people on the line at the moment. And it'd be so nice to see, you know, five, six, seven, eight more people jumping in the line and just say, hey, I'm going to do something. I'm going to help you hit this goal because the first hour sets the tone of the entire share Yes, and I think uh, Amy, who donated a moment ago, uh, had a prayer request that we just got sent. She's so thankful for Catholics Radio's way of helping me hear God's voice always there for me. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Amy. Still two people on. Oh, Dave, it's only two minutes left. Oh, gosh. We need to have like five people jump on the line right now, right yeah. at the end here. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. If we got up to another five people on the line, Dave, I'd feel more confident that we could hit yeah. this. But with two people on, this 1813 goal, $1,813 left. I'm not sure. We might need to start considering a short person to call in. It'll be less than that amount. We don't sure. It might be just a pilgrimage donation, but we need you to call in right now if you think you can help us hit ring these bells. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Hear the pleading okay. in our voice. Yeah, it looks like the third person is oh, uh, awesome. coming on the line now, and uh, this means that we, we do need the short person. That, that's a person that calls in and says, hey, whatever you're short, I, I will I will take care of it. And uh, at, at a uh, maximum, it's going to be 1813. That would mean three people have to drop off the line, which I don't think is going to happen. It might be a thousand, it might be eight hundred, it might be a pilgrimage. Uh, but if you're able to guarantee that we hit the goal, I know there was somebody that called in yesterday and said, uh, "I want to be the short person," and then we ended up not needing them. And they said, "Oh, I'll call back." Do you remember that? I'll yes, call back yes. tomorrow and be the short person. Julian Plano, a hundred dollars one time from St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Frisco, uh, gives her energy while traveling and reinforces her Catholic beliefs. Holy souls in purgatory, please pray for them. More people open their hearts to the Holy Spirit. Ah. All right, 1711, can you be the short person? Call us now, please, 800-476-3311. We'll be back with more of the 2022 Eucharistic Revivals. 1-1. We'll be back with more of the 2022 Eucharistic Revivals Summer Sherathon. KSHJ, Houston.